0: Gas prices, you like them? Well, if you don't have to drive, you don't mind them. If you don't own a vehicle, you're not really paying too much attention to them. If you are owning your own vehicle and driving that vehicle, yeah, this this is a thing. So, where is this thing headed? We have been in the dollar 40s for a while now in London an area. It's nothing like what they're experiencing out in Vancouver, I know that, but it looks like we're going to get another little bump. Joining us right now to talk about where the bump's coming from, what the immediate future looks like, is the President of Canadians for Affordable Energy, Dan McTagg. Dan, how are things with you this afternoon?
1: Been very busy, and I uh, kind of have a feeling, a sneaking suspicion that has a lot to do, Mike, with... uh people wondering uh, just how high can this uh, price go uh it's not just your groceries it's not just uh our utility bills the cost of living is uh, moving up and guess what uh, our fuel prices are set to go even higher
0: so when you say even higher let's put a ballpark on it what are you expecting let's say tomorrow and moving forward and then we'll get to why what are you expecting
1: well, yesterday we had one forty six nine as a price we saw in the morning. Uh, this morning that went to one forty eight nine uh, at uh, many gas stations. Of course, it comes down a little bit during the day, and that's just retailers playing with their retail margin. Uh, unfortunately, tomorrow morning uh, we will see a $1. dollar fifty one five zero point nine, and that's just not a number we've ever seen, and it does break all time records here for the London market. And uh, you're not alone. Uh, Toronto, Ottawa, Windsor uh, are all right across Ontario. We're going to see this increase. And if that weren't enough, it looks like another penny will be added to that. So we'll see one fifty one point nine come Saturday morning at many stations. So we're into uh, uh, new territory, unknown territory. And uh, I guess the factors behind it are many, but suffice it to say that this is really a, a glimpse of what's to come as uh We speed towards $1.60, perhaps even $1.64, $1.65 come, uh, you know, uh, the first uh, uh, days of summer or the last days of spring, depending on how you look at it.
0: And is that because the different gasoline is going to be used at that point, which is normally a little more expensive anyway?
1: That's one factor, Mike, uh, because that's five cents a liter. Uh, But the other one, of course, continues to be uh, the world uh, is suddenly realizing after several months that uh, we are short of supply of oil and producers are not coming to the rescue. Uh, There was a time just six or seven months ago when everyone talked about this great transition that we could do with less oil, less fossil fuels. Uh, And that apparently turned out to be absolute wishful thinking because the world is now demanding more oil, more natural gas, more uh, fossil fuels, not less. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of producers are not in the business anymore. They can't get financing. Banks, trust companies... If they still exist, uh, you know, insurance companies, hedge funds have all been told by various organizations, "Oh, don't put any more money in oil, uh, because there's no future in it." Nothing could be further from the truth, and unfortunately, you and I are going to have to pay for it in pretty significant ways. Not just now. Uh, I suspect that we're going to see oil go to hundred dollars a barrel, and it will be, of course, helped by the standoff in uh, uh, political, geopolitical tension that we're seeing between Russia and the Ukraine and other parts of the world. So uh, 2022 is going to be a very expensive year, far more than 2021.
0: Dan McTagg joining us. President, Canadians for Affordable Energy, as we look at gas prices, we don't always know what the exact translation will be at the pumps, but if oil hits 100 bucks a barrel, what are you thinking about? What what could be the ballpark for us at the pumps? And And that is not even saying what would be passed along to consumers by way of food and other goods and commodities. Yep.
1: That would be an additional fourteen cents a liter, so you'd be adding to the dollar 50, 51. Now you're at dollar sixty-four, and then of course we have the federal government's uh, ever-increasing carbon tax. The first one that goes up two and a half cents a liter on April first, what I call April Fool's Day. I wonder if that was intentional or not. Um, and then of course the switch over on April fifteenth from winter to summer gasoline. But here's another factor uh, that isn't often considered, Mike. Uh, that is the weakness. The appalling weakness of the Canadian dollar. In the past, when we saw oil surging ahead, the Canadian dollar uh, would also strengthen relative and, you know, versus the US dollar. Uh, it's not doing that this time. In fact, last time we saw $87 oil, it took 111 Canadian pennies to buy a US dollar. Today, it's still 127. That difference is adding a, a hidden 10 cents a liter to every person that's out there. And it's not just the gasoline, it's to our food prices, it's to our uh, our building materials. It's to uh, the cost of doing just about every commodity that we use and buy and consume, whether it is made in this country or not is priced and valued based on the U S dollar. So this is a pre- pretty serious factor. So when you've got the federal government adding, you know, 12 cents a liter in carbon taxes, the, uh, the hidden tax uh, as a result of the weakness in the Canadian dollar, much of it, by the way, because no one wants to invest in Canadian oil. We've been shutting down pipelines, uh, natural gas and oil, all these things are starting to really impact directly consumers. And, of course, we comes to the time in which uh, you know, we're a country that imports a third of our oil from questionable nations at a time in which uh, Canada know, is known to have the third largest provable reserves of oil in the world. So I wake up some mornings, Mike, shaking my head, wondering why Canadians are so blissfully uh, ignorant to this stuff. But right now, I think the ignorance is starting to seep away. The fog is starting to lift, and people are starting to realize they can't afford this.
0: Dan McTagg joining us. Dan, one last thing, and, you know, I always like to dig for some optimism, dig for some yeah. glimmers. It doesn't look like there's any quick fix to any of this. Could there be a slow fix, in your opinion?
1: There could be. Uh, but Mike, you and I talked about this many, many years ago. Uh, one of the things I think the federal government's going to have to consider is backing off on taxes, uh, and it's not a hard thing to do. Uh, Mike, the federal and provincial governments on the HST alone are making a substantial windfall. If you figure it's 70 billion litres of fuel and they're picking up an additional, oh, I don't know, 5 billion bucks just in HST, GST alone, they could remit some of that in the form of lower taxes. And if that is the case, I think and uh, they're willing to do something like that. I did it in 2000, again in 2002, with uh, home heating rebates of $250 per family. I think it's high time the federal government considers. Otherwise, we're going to wind up in a situation uh, that is going to make it very, very difficult for most people to make ends meet
0: absolutely because again there are so many individuals who it doesn't matter what the pump says it could say 23 dollars a liter they're still going to have to pay it we just spent a long time talking about the trucking industry and and other things but the crux of it was the trucking industry they have to pay this is this is a price they have to pay and yeah. then we know what gets passed along from there so
1: and, and that's up 6 cents a liter in the past 2 days so just make no make no mistake even though the taxes are a little lower it's still pushing in the dollar you know right now we're looking at uh, a lot of diesel prices pushing well above a $1.53 $1.55 a liter that's right. uh that's something they they have to use and more importantly it's, it might explain why a lot of trucking companies are deciding Like Schneider did, maybe it's best not to uh, do much more business in Canada. I hope that's not the case. I hope I'm wrong. But when you have such a significant difference between ourselves, between Canada and the United States, much of it because of taxes and a weak Canadian dollar, something's got to give.
0: Dan, it hasn't been an easy conversation to have. It hasn't been easy to hear what's been in our conversation, but it sure is an important one in helping us to understand where we are and what sorts of things are ahead. Thanks for telling us about the cloud that is off there on the horizon, and yeah. <laughs> here's hoping we can find a way to, to at least find some shelter or some relief before that storm yep. gets here and uh, and is any bigger than it already is.